Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. One thing that used to stress me the hell out when I was working on my goals was eating on the go, whether that be fast food, restaurant, um, I was on vacation, so we were eating out more, whatever it was, right? It used to stress me out because I didn't have control over it, so I felt like it was impossible to do, right? I felt like it was so hard that it was overwhelming and just truly like impossible is like the one word that always stuck out to me is that just if you're working on your fitness goals, if you're trying to eat healthier, that's just not something that you're able to do when in reality you can, right? So what I used to do is I would eat out and the first thing that would come to mind would just be like, okay, well, fuck it, right? I already ruined my diet. I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want and so be it. But we have overcome Um, And this is now something that I actually work on with all of my clients is making sure that when we do eat out, we are being conscious, we are being intentional about our choices instead of just throwing it all out the window and promising ourselves that we'll get back on track soon. So in today's episode, I have my friend and fellow coach Ashley joining me to chat about all things eating on the go. Howdy friends, I am Link and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, and helping people become the most badass versions of themselves. I'm a former Division II athlete with a passion for making sure your fitness journey isn't a chore, but instead one of the best parts of your day. This podcast will be full of education and motivation so you can kick ass in the gym, kitchen, and your So please, Ashley, take a second to introduce yourself. Just tell us a little bit more about you, your background, and really what got you started in fitness and nutrition. Thanks, Lake. I am so excited to be here today. This is actually my first podcast ever, so um, you get to guide me through this process. <laughs> but um, so I am your um, not athletic person. So Link is your super athletic uh, gal, and I did not start out that way through um middle school high school my mom always tried to get me uh into sports and she was never successful I was your prissy little girl um but in college I started dabbling a little bit into working out but I really didn't start um finding a passion until after I was married so probably around um age of 27 is when I really getting into weight training specifically but before that um I got married at 24 and um, started packing on what I like to say the happy marriage weight. And I was not how my clothes were fitting and just um, could tell my confidence level was really, really bad. So I got into running actually and absolutely hated it, but I stuck with it because it's the only thing that I knew how to do. And Thankfully, a little over a year after getting into running and after I completed a half marathon, a friend of mine uh, invited me to join her in a all-women's boot camp. And this boot camp was a little different than some of the ones that you probably are most familiar with. Um, It was all weight-bearing exercises. So it was a brand new world for me. And literally the first class I was in love I had found something that I that pushed me in an area that I had never experienced before and from there I just kind of started getting um, more knowledge on my own but also 
through hiring a personal trainer. So on top of the boot camps, I started doing a small group with the same trainer that was teaching the boot camps and did that for several years. And then she actually encouraged me to pursue training. And it took her a couple of years of convincing, but um, after uh, some hiccups with my uh, career, I was in academia, um, I wanted to get out. Uh, I finally took a leap of faith and studied for my personal training exam. And I joke that it's the first textbook that I ever actually read, but um, I loved it and um, found a big passion in helping other women like myself who you know, don't know necessarily what to do in the gym, are reverting back to cardio and running because it's unquote, the easy thing to do um, and giving them the power and the knowledge to be able to go into a gym and truly find things, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally through weight training. So that's a little bit about how I got started. Yeah. That's, it's so funny too. Cause like it really, like certain things just from, I mean, obviously we we've been on two very different journeys, but to see the overlap across fitness journeys. And that's one thing like, I always like to talk about is like, even if like, obviously I work with former athletes. So even if you played softball and someone else played basketball, yes, it's two different sports, but you could have had two very similar experiences. Right. So when you were talking about, you know, I'm, I was running all the time because that's what I knew, like, I didn't, that's just what worked for me. That's just what I stuck with. That is so freaking common with former athletes is like, well, you know, my old coach used to make me run two miles every day. So I just run two miles every day. And I had a client at one point who was a former soccer player. And she's like, dude, I'm running like five, six miles a day. And I'm just, I'm not losing weight. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. She joined my program. And I was like, okay, first step, uh, you're done running five, six miles a day. Like, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to start lifting weights. Like we'll absolutely mix in some cardio, but it's not going to be the five, six miles that you're doing. Dude, she lost 18 pounds in like three months and was like, I really like, I had no idea this was happening. Like what just happened? And I'm like, yeah, this (laughs) this is what happens when you, you know, go outside of your comfort zone. And like for you, like running was your comfort zone. So it's awesome to see that you took it one step at a time and went with that like boot camp, And then that led into personal training, which led into, you know, you getting your own personal, personal training certification. And like you, I think, uh, the personal training textbook is probably the only textbook I've ever fully read. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And Exactly. And like, I was running 20 plus miles, and I still didn't like the way I looked. So um, the scale may have read the number I liked, but uh, it definitely was not the body that I was trying to achieve. So it was just like, I don't know if I can pack on more miles, there has to be something else. And so I'm very thankful for finding uh, strength training. Yeah, absolutely. Between the strength training and the nutrition, like it truly it yes. truly changes the game. Right. And I know me and you are both Absolutely. very passionate about like flexibility and, and having a, a lifestyle that feels manageable. Like I don't like the idea of a restrictive lifestyle. I've been there. I've done that. And it's, it fucking sucks. And like, 
just being able to incorporate the different factors. Like that's my favorite part about fitness in general, um, or, or wellness in general, however you want to kind of approach it, but there's the fitness, there's the strength training aspect, there's the cardio aspect, but there's also the nutrition aspect. And we have both shared Mm -hmm. on our pages that you can eat out at your favorite restaurant. You can stop for fast food on your way home from work or enjoy coffee and breakfast with your friends or loved ones all while still working towards your goals. Like I'm the first to say now when you're in a cut, this can be a bit more challenging because you do have to be a bit more particular about the foods that you're eating, but it's still 100% doable. And like I said, coming from a restrictive past, this mindset, this shift right here has made an absolute huge difference in my journey, right? So where, or I guess, how have you seen this come up either in your own personal journey or with your clients, that kind of stuff? Absolutely. So when I first started my journey, I, I was completely oblivious, completely ignorant on what nutrition looked like. Um, To be honest, I really didn't know how to identify a protein, carb or fat. Um, And so this was literally me starting from ground zero of learning how to fuel my body and the importance of all three macronutrients um, within balance, right? And what I also learned and thankful for the coach that taught me all this is that she was uh, about the flexible lifestyle as well is kind of, kind of the, um, when I was getting started, it was kind of the new terminology that was coming about. And it kind of got a bad rap because it was like, oh, well, all you're doing is eating pop tarts and say you can get fit. Um, and that's, you know, where I think the industry has, uh, and you and I have said, no, there's a well-balanced way to approach nutrition. And it's not just eating chicken, rice, and broccoli. (laughs) Um, It's about like having an overall balance in your day. And um, I don't love the term balance, but it's the best term that I've kind of come up with um, or what is out there. And all that really means is there is a realistic expectation that you are not going to be 100% perfect eating egg whites uh, and asparagus for breakfast and your chicken rice and broccoli like I said for lunch and dinner like those that is the most boring and bland diet that is probably out there and people I, I know and they they still see results obviously but it comes down to like what is sustainable for your lifestyle and for me, it's, that is not it. So I have learned how to incorporate fast food, how to have um, donuts and how to have um, chips and salsa, which is my favorite. Um, and so see progress and make progress in my journey and as well as with our clients. Yeah. And I mean, too, like, just think you're going on vacation, right? You've been working your ass off for the past six, eight, 12, whatever weeks. And you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to the beach. I want to look good in my bikini. Like I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to eat this strict AF diet. And I've had friends who do this. And every time they do it, I'm like, uh, can we have a chit chat? Like I, friend to friend, take, you know, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a nutrition coach. Take that part out of it. I'm talking to you friend to friend. Stop fucking doing this. Like, stop. Yeah. It drives me crazy. It, it, sets, uh, it sets up your it sets yourself up for um a really unhealthy relationship with food. And 
if you have an unhealthy relationship with food, you're going to be constantly labeling it as good and bad. And that's one thing that I I strive with my clients is we do not label things as good and bad. There are more nutritious and less nutritious food options, but they're all food. They're all nutritious um, in some aspect. They just look different. And we teach how to learn, okay, something that may have a more nutritious profile, we want more of that in our day. Um, it's, uh, you've probably heard, and I know you've used the term of the 80, 20 rule, mm-hmm. um, where 80% of your day and your diet is whole foods. We're striving to have those veggies and those fruits. Um, we're having whole sources of protein and carbs. Um, and then those extra 20% is where kind of the more quote unquote fun foods come in, uh, where this is allowing you to go to those family birthday parties or those gatherings, going to your best friend's wedding and not feeling like you can't enjoy the wedding cake. Um, so being able to have a um, overall healthy relationship with how you view food is so empowering and it gives you that confidence to go into these social or even um, time-restricted uh, circumstances and make really solid choices because you know having that burger and fries is not what is going to derail you. It's the perpetual um, not being informed and uh, having the knowledge to choose how to move on after having you know the burgers and fries and knowing how that day looks for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's one of those things too of like, especially going back to like the conversations I've had with my friends, I'm like, do you understand what you're doing to your gut every time that you do that? Like you've, you mm-hmm. worked your ass off for the past X amount of weeks. You ate quote unquote clean the whole time. You didn't allow yourself a quote cheat meal. And I fucking hate that word, but yes, you were super, super strict. Now you go on vacation and you're mm-hmm. drinking alcohol. You're eating sweets. You're eating, I don't know, chips and salsa. That's just what comes to mind because you just said it. But you're eating all these different foods, yeah. right? That you don't typically eat at home. You're having cheeseburger and French fries. You're eating chicken fingers, like foods that you don't typically eat. Well, now your body is going to go through this process of like, oh my God, like, whoa, what is this? And your digestion is going to be fucked right. for at least a couple of days, which mm-hmm. means you're going to step on that beach and yeah. you're going to be like, why am I so bloated? I worked my ass off. Oh, and then you, some may even take it to the extreme point of, well, I don't want to eat a big breakfast because I'm going to the beach later and I don't want to look, you know, big or swollen or fat on the beach. Right. And in my head, mm-hmm. being from a coaching standpoint, as well as the athletic standpoint, I grew up in tournaments. I grew up playing softball in 90 degree heat in long pants, long socks, the whole nine yards. Like I remember having to call timeout while being on a field drenched. Like I just need water. Like I just need food. Like someone give me something. So the thought of me stepping yeah. out somewhere hot, whether that be a beach or a field or whatever, and not having proper fuel in my body is just like mind blowing to me. And I don't know how, you know, my body, cause it could have ever digested it. Right. And it's just, it's mm-hmm. so crazy to think about what our body has to go through when we make that that shift, right? But if we were to follow that 80-20 rule, then we have, okay, our body is used to 
being able to process these foods, right? Is it ideal for us? Probably not. Our, our number one priority should always be the whole nutrient dense foods, always. But by allowing ourselves to mix in these other things, we don't feel restricted. We have more flexibility. We enjoy life a hell of a lot more because I can tell you what, when I was on prep and couldn't eat anything but asparagus and I fucking hate asparagus, I could only eat tuna. I could only have rice for a while. Like I couldn't put anything on it. I was miserable. I was absolutely miserable. I was standing over my trash can eating egg whites because I literally could not stomach Mm. them anymore. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. It's no way to live. And no, it's not. And so many people believe wholeheartedly that is the way to being quote unquote healthy. And um, I mean, we, this is a whole nother probably podcast rabbit hole to go down, but you know, what is your definition of healthy? Yeah. <laughs> like that's not mine. And um, what most of my clients are truly trying to strive for. And I believe what yours are too, is we, they're wanting to, be able to enjoy life, feel confident in the body that they've created and without feeling like they are constantly depriving themselves of uh, life that they enjoy. And, you know, just because we're social beings, you know, food is a social um, experience that we should all be able to enjoy without this massive guilt. Yes, 100%. Couldn't have said it any better. Like I have nothing to come back with because that was so good. Um, So let's kind of shift a little bit into kind of back to what we were talking about before, but with a little twist to it. Um, So we were talking a little bit about, you know, traveling, you have a vacation coming up, that kind of stuff. You and your husband are currently traveling. You're doing a super fucking cool road trip. And I'm not going to lie. I'm very jealous. I'm living vicariously through your stories on Instagram. Um, but tell us more about one, give us like a quick rundown on what your travel plans kind of look like to kind of give, um, those listening, like an idea, obviously I know because I talk to you pretty much daily, but, um, tell us a little bit more about the road trip plans and then tell us about how, you are approaching your nutrition since you are like fully on the go at this point. Absolutely. So um, we have been on the road, let's see, officially uh, this Friday will be four weeks, which is crazy. It's flown by, but also it feels like forever. But um, so we are in a sprinter van. So we have a mini fridge, a microwave sink, uh, we even have an induction stove top. So honestly, we are set up very well um, for being able to um, stick to any type of nutrition plan. But uh, we are um, basically doing like a little Southern tour, if you will. Uh, we started in Texas, uh, went over to Florida, went to Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and we're currently in Nashville, Tennessee. um, We are primarily staying in state parks um, and then also docking, which (laughs) sounds way more um, safe than it uh, is, but we're basically staying in uh, the luxury uh, establishment of Cracker Barrel (laughs) while on the road. So um, it's it's actually really great and it's super fun, Um, but you were talking about the heat. And oh my gosh, I am not, I'm from Colorado, girl. 
I do not do humidity. And I will tell you, I have never been this hot in my life. Well, probably when I did live in Texas, I was this hot, but that's why I left Texas. Uh, But it is so hot. (laughs) Like Georgia, Savannah, Georgia was by far the hottest I've ever been. And we got out of their stack because it was just, it was really miserable. But uh, so going back to just being fueled, hydrated, well-nourished when you get hot in the depths of summer is definitely key. But um, so how we are approaching food, um, like we've already talked about, I'm a very flexible individual. So I am not like stressing um about every single meal however i we do have some staples so um we have been able to hit up walmart um our versions of kroger's which um what is it um i think they're like uh oh i just lost the name of it they're they're you probably have them out in um where you are but um just kind of like a, a Kroger establishment so they're pretty much nationwide they're just names so we have mu- very much access to grocery stores we are not in the sticks where we don't we have to stock up for days um, but we we have done um, some egg bites so I've I did find I believe there's a Florida some uh, egg bites at Walmart I haven't been able to find those anymore but we did run to Costco and get some more egg white bites uh, from there we bought a box of premier protein so those are 30 gram protein right there super easy um then we have been making sandwiches so we buy my favorite lunch meat is from um like uh the version of kroger Mm um i just like the slice the fresh sliced deli meat but we this last time we did go to costco and got uh, some turkey meat from there um, we have some sliced cheese um, and then some uh, little uh, sandwich spreads, and then we just buy some bread. So those are super easy things that we have on hand that we're not left, you know, starving and trying to find the nearest fast food. So that's that's been very helpful. Um, and then for dinner, it's either uh, we did pick up some steaks several times. Actually, mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to do tonight. Um, we're going to cook up some steaks on this stove which are actually delicious and then we've we've already cooked up some hamburger meat um and then we have been eating out a little bit I think we both anticipated but uh we'll hit up like um we've been doing a lot of barbecue um Mm. just because we're in the south have to Uh, you're in the south (laughs) a lot of fresh I know uh we have also done a lot of seafood love seafood um so shrimp uh we got some um flounder i think it was Mm -hmm. uh so we've been kind of experiencing with that so um dinners have been kind of uh hit or miss nothing necessarily planned but how i've been structuring my day is that breakfast snacks and lunch are pretty well controlled because both of us are actually still working full-time on the road Mm -hmm. so my husband's job is pretty demanding with calls so he's he's on calls um primarily throughout the day so it makes it really easy to be honest to just throw a sandwich together and then um you know when when we are off work uh we are trying to explore the city um so that's when we do enjoy like a night out um at dinner and we're not stressing about it 
That's awesome. That's so exciting too. And, and like you said, just having those simple staples of like the sandwiches or the protein shakes or whatever, like those little things go a very, very long way. And I'm a big bit, like I tell all of my clients, like find your staples, right? They don't have to be my staples. Everybody knows yes. my staple is a Greek yogurt bowl. That's my thing uh-huh. That's all I need in my life. I can die happy with my Greek yogurt bowl, but some people, you know, maybe you're not a huge Greek yogurt person. That's fine. We'll find your other staples and have staples for, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but make sure you also have staples for your snacks. And like, I know for me personally, like we have chickens, so it's very, very easy for me to have eggs 24 seven. Like this, okay. If you don't like truly know me, you're probably going to judge me. But since you know me, I know you're not going to judge me while you're on the call with me right now, but we, (laughs) we have our gender reveal party this weekend. Right. So uh-huh. We're going to have our family, our friends, all everybody's coming into town to celebrate with us. And my mom keeps joking because she's like, dude, eggs need to be the party favor. I'm like, it's, it's a gender real party, mom. Like, it's not like a baby shower. And she's like, everybody's getting a fucking carton of eggs. I'm going to be handing these bitches out like, oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> like she's literally like pushing eggs on people. It's hysterical. But so that's I one of my things is like, I'm looking over at like in my kitchen right now and. I have a basket of probably like three dozen eggs and that's not even counting what's in my fridge. So for those that don't know, for those that don't have chickens, like obviously they come out and they're filthy, uh, but there's like a coating on them. So you don't, if you have fresh eggs, you don't have to put them in your fridge right away. Like you would with uh, store-bought grocery or like uh, store-bought eggs. Um, So we wash ours and then put them into the fridge and that's kind of how we eat them. But yeah. So like eggs are my staple. I have a shit ton of eggs. I love, love, love turkey bacon. So like, that's my protein staple along with the eggs. Um, and then like my Greek yogurt bowl is my stack snacks, chicken. Um, I, I mentioned earlier chicken tenders and I'm a, I'm a hardcore chicken tender gal. Like I will be that person ordering off the kid's menu because I just fucking love chicken tenders. Um, but there's nothing wrong with them. And I think it's, it's really fun to add those in. So like any tizers, I think are super awesome staple to have because you can put them in salad. You can make a wrap with them. Like you can literally just eat them as is. So having those little staples, even someone who is on the go, like you are, can capitalize on something like that as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's really cool what you guys are doing. Well, thanks. We're, we're having a blast. We're, <laughs> we're, you know, the first, first couple of days were like, you know, still learning the things, but, um, we've really, truly enjoyed it. And honestly, we're already looking forward to our next time. But, um, the, the other thing that I did find is, uh, just crack an egg is the brand I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're little bowls that have like, um, a individual, um, package, like potato, cheese, bacon yep. or uh, some other they have different ones and then you crack the egg in it so we do buy some whole eggs because we love eggs as well so ours just are not farm fresh <laughs> but um we, we we get a dozen eggs and we'll we'll cook up those as well so um if you have the means and even if you're not in a campaign like we are um the thing too with vacations is uh if you're at an Airbnb obviously they have a full house but even hotels like say you're going to a hotel um a lot of times if they don't have a um a microwave in the room you can actually request one mm-hmm. uh, and then another hack that you can do if you don't have a fridge in your hotel room is go to like a Walmart and get a really cheap styrofoam yes. uh, cooler 
and then take the ice bucket from your room and get the bag and fill it up with ice and then just pour it in there and then you can just take the bag out when it's melting and replace it um easily or you can if you're at walmart too just buy some baggies and um do bags fill up some baggies of ice and then you have your own little um refrigerator so Mm -hmm. there's definitely ways to keep some people items cold if you're on the go and i love the uh, the other great protein source i don't love the texture and taste but it is great when you're needing to get in some good protein um is the i and i never know if i'm saying it correctly those oikos uh protein oh i know what you're talking about i have no idea how to say it i don't know how you say the word yeah, but uh, there's a 20 gram, there's a 15 and a 20 gram uh, version now. And so those are really great to have on hand uh, to get some really quick um, protein. And um, we also buy like a little small thing of blueberries or blackberries, and I just throw yes. some of that in them. And then you're getting some, getting some good um, uh, micronutrients as well. So um, to be honest, uh it's super easy if you keep it very simple um and that's the biggest thing is a lot of people want to overcomplicate things and if you just learn how to view food as um in a simple way so mm-hmm. what is your protein source that's what i always teach first pick your protein first and then on top then from there choose your how you're going to build out the rest of your plate um and you know, I always try to have at least one or two veggie sources a day, especially while on the road because digestion. Um, and then, um, you know, maybe being a l- way more flexible with with how you're uh, getting in your carbs and your fats. Yeah, absolutely. Are you guys tracking macros right now? Or are you kind of just going off of building a, a balanced plate? We are just doing balanced plates. So, uh-huh. um, I'm not stressing about tracking macros at all. Um, some things that we are definitely trying to do because we are in the van is we're trying to get out and getting as many steps as possible, whether that's, uh, so like we've kind of found a rhythm of we go to a uh, planet. So uh, kind of how we're showering while on the road um, is we have, we bought a, um, a, a black card is what they call it for Mm -hmm. planet fitness which allows you to go to every planet fitness in the nation um so that also allows us to shower there and uh surprisingly i'm very picky when it comes to hygiene um but uh and i definitely a shower on the daily but um they've been actually really really nice so we've been utilizing the planet fitnesses and then because we're there we also steps in typically are working out uh, we've been lifting probably five days a week and then doing two days of just maybe a strict cardio and maybe and then I've also been doing like a arms and core day mm-hmm. so I'm actually lifting more days but I'm not necessarily lifting um probably to my ultimate max recovery isn't um recovery has been good uh, I haven't felt sore or anything like that um but been able to be really consistent with that but just getting some steps in um is really important especially when you're traveling because you're typically sitting a lot unless you're on a more active vacation but um just kind of staples like you talked about is like what are those staples for me for me 
um, seeing my steps in, and not that there's any magic in the step number, but it's just as far as uh, being keeping my neat, my non-exercise activities for my genesis pretty stable. Yes. Um, and then the staples that we talked about that I have in fridge um, and pantry that I can that I can go to. Uh, the other thing that I love, and I don't remember if you do this or not, but I uh, first thing in the morning when we make our coffee, I always put collagen in my coffee. So I'm eating protein source that way too. Um, so a big thing for me is, and for most people when you're not at home, is it's very hard to hit your protein amount. Um, and so just having those uh, protein staples that I, that I feel very confident that I'm, I'm hitting a good solid amount of protein on a daily. Yeah. See, and that's the thing too, like you said it perfectly, like don't overcomplicate it, like just keep it simple and it can be easy. Um, so whether, you know, anybody listening has a big trip coming up this summer or, you know, they want to go on a trip or even a honeymoon. Like I have a client who's on our honeymoon right now. And I told her, I was like, I don't want you tracking macros. And the first day she messaged me from the airport and she's like, dude, I just had an Annie Ann's pretzel and I couldn't even finish it because it was so greasy. And it was so much like her body just wasn't used to it because she's been prioritizing whole nutrient dense foods so much that she's like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like how my body is responding. And I'm like, yep. And then I told her, I'm like, you know, just make sure that you have protein with every meal that needs to be your focus. Like enjoy your time away, yeah. like take a break. And she's like, girl, like I'm, I'm so like, I think the one day she had like 20,000 steps because they're in Disney right now. I'm like, dude, Oh yeah, <laughs> he's walking all over the place. I'm like, okay. So your neat is like well above normal. Like you don't need to go to the gym. I want you mm-hmm. to just recover because your legs and like your calves, especially are probably going to be hurting you in the next few days. Um, but yeah, so like just keeping everything simple is the biggest thing and making sure, like I talked about, I'm going to Tennessee in August of this year. So I want to make sure that when I'm in the car, because it's about an eight to 10 hour ride for us, like I want to make sure that I'm going to have things like beef jerky and yogurt and things like that, that are super quick, super easy protein staples and something that I can refill on. Like if, you know, I, I love beef jerky. I could eat like a gigantic bag of it in one sitting. But if I, if I finish my beef jerky, by the time I get to Tennessee on the ride home, I can stop up, stock up again and get more beef jerky. I can get more Greek yogurt. Like it's all mm-hmm. super easy stuff that you can just grab at your local grocery store or shit, even a convenience store, like some gas stations, you can find it. I know like beef jerky, you can find it at most gas stations. So finding something like that while on the road is, is super, super convenient. So let's talk a little bit about like the fast food and the restaurant side of things. So do you have any like mm-hmm. favorite spots, whether it be fast food or restaurants that you feel like are just super easy to either stay within macros or just have like a well-rounded balanced plate because of the menu options that they have available? Like what are your top spots? Yeah. So probably my top two favorite fast food are just having some good, um, solid protein, um, options. My number one, uh, option chick-fil-a yeah <laughs> no i i freaking love chick-fil-a actually had it for dinner last night um but i love to get their grilled nuggets which i know not everybody is a fan of them i have a client who can't stand them which i don't understand but whatever um i actually enjoy them so uh i get that and then honestly i get a um well last night i had a small surprise um 
so I didn't, I wasn't stressed about it. I had my protein, my carbs and fat in that whole entire meal. Um, but actually my favorite thing from there, um, their market fresh salad is to die for. And I actually do not even need dressing on it. It just tastes so good. It's got some um, apple, strawberry, blueberries, feta or goat cheese. I think it's feta. Um, and then what I typically get is their grilled nuggets on top. Um, so you can choose the protein source that you want. It doesn't have to be the strips. I think that, I think it comes with strips typically. Um, so I usually get, I just switch it up to the grilled nuggets and it is a wonderful meal. Um, and then my second is um, kind of a, a no brainer is Chipotle. I mean, yep. Chipotle is amazing. Um, or Qdoba. Um, I personally like Chipotle better, but uh, I usually do double meat. So uh, I'll do the chicken um, and then sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll do half chicken, half steak, but I typically do double chicken. And then um, I, I order a salad. So I'll order the salad, but I actually don't want dressing and I don't need the dressing. I actually do a couple scoops of their pigayo and that just, it's so fresh. It just tastes mm -hmm. so good. Um, and, and then whatever toppings that you want. Um, if you're trying to be a little bit more calorie conscious, then, um, maybe not choose the sour cream or, um, maybe do half the amount of cheese. Um, and then maybe just get a side of guac and have some, some of the guac for another meal. Um, but honestly can't go wrong with that and what's beautiful about both of those places for the majority of most fast foods nowadays you can go to their website you can pull up a a meal and you can actually look at the nutrition values of it mm -hmm. so uh, and for some they actually have uh, calculators so I love the calculators. all that means is that you can't you can just pick and choose what you want on in on your meal and it'll tell you hey if you add cheese this is what it's going to come out to hey if yeah. you take off the cheese um this is what it comes to so it's really really helpful um i love it when i think uh both chipotle and uh chipotle both in their app on your phone have a, a really great calculator okay. so you don't even have to go to the website i think both of those have them built into the app so yeah convenient um, but again, even if you don't have those nutrition values, be just mindful of what you're choosing. Um, you know, chicken is going to be a leaner protein. So, um, you can choose, you can choose a chicken pretty much without true hesitation. Um, unless you're at a restaurant, then they might be slathering it with extra oil and butter. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, otherwise like that's a super lean lean meat uh steak can be super lean as well depending on the cut um certain uh pork can be pretty lean as well so um also again uh, a great protein source so from what i teach my clients is you know restaurants want to make their ta food taste good right so yes what tastes good fats <laughs> so yeah. they're going to add the extra butter to the top of your steak they're going to add some, probably some uh, cooking oils. So if you are, 
you know, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast how, like, if you are on a cut, that it can be a little bit more challenging to um, maybe have some um, solid choices eating out, but it's not impossible. And it honestly just takes um, requesting things to be cooked or prepared a certain way. Um, and at, at the same time, if you're a gin pop client, which all of our clients are, and I'm guessing the people that are listening to the podcast are, mm-hmm. we're, we're not in competition prep. So we can have a bit of flexibility and maybe uh, our margin of error is there uh, a little bit bigger um, than somebody that might have uh, some hard, fast deadlines, such a bikini competition coming up. But um, just being very uh, confident in knowing how to order is, is awesome. And it's changed the way I have been able to live my life and the way that my clients can live their life because they can go into a restaurant, enjoy it and not leave there feeling completely and feeling like they do have to run five miles the next day to work it off. Yeah, absolutely. And I've even done a um, podcast episode on, you know, things to kind of look for on a menu when you are eating out. So I'll definitely link that in the show notes below for anyone that hasn't heard it yet. Um, talk about the different kind of like, I call them like buzzwords or red flag words or whatever um, that you can mm, kind of look for yeah. and just be cautious of, of like something, for example, like battered, smothered, uh, deep fried, like, yeah. you know, those aren't going to be your best options as something like grilled is going to be a much better option for you. Um, so I'll definitely link that down in the show notes below, but just another like little fun tip, but this has been absolutely freaking awesome. I always love hanging out and chatting with you. Um, where can everybody find you? Can you share your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever you want to share? And then I'll link it down below. Sure. So probably the best way to find me is on Instagram. It's Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y underscore Olson, O-L-S-O-N underscore fitness. And, and from there, um, that's pretty much where I hang out on Facebook, but um, primarily just on um, Instagram. And then my website is OlsonFitness.com. Uh, so Perfect. Perfect. I'll have both of those linked down below in the show notes. So thank you again, Ashley, as always, it's a freaking pleasure. Um, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks. Link. <laughs>